Oh, good morning. Good afternoon. Well, good evening then. And uh, I hate to say it, but good night. And how about... Linden Boulevard hey, represent, represent, represent. Tribe Core Quest represent, represent, represent. When the mic is in my hand, I'm never hesitant. My favorite jam back in the day was Eric B for president. Rude boy composer, step to me, you're over. Brothers wanna flex, well, you're not bad, Cobra. 93. There ain't no other, other. So so jam like me, your long grandmother. What back in the day? Was, um, Eric, he said his jam from back in the day was My jam back in the day was Eric B for president. Which is what? 86, 87? Yeah. yeah. So seven years ago. So in 93, Eric B for president is old school. He was saying back in the day then. And now, right. if you said my joint back in the day, seven years ago, was a joint in 2015. It was like Drake's third album. Right, right. That's and by crazy. the way, and Fife was that young. Where he, you, someone that age would refer to that as back in the day. Because Fife back then was what, 22? In 93? Yeah. Maybe not even. Maybe, yeah. 20? When they did the first... Wait, that's the third album, though, right? Third album in 93. No, they were probably 25. No. Yeah, yeah. Because Q-Tip's in his early like 50s now. So 18, 19, when they did their first album, which was like 90. I think no matter how you cut it, it was... Yeah, it's 22 kids. to 24, and that's it, yeah. And, and also, no matter how you cut it, guess what? This but was how do you, years ago. How are we saying they were years kids? Ago. Remember when you turned 22, you were like, yo, nobody better call me a kid no more. And now we're like, these fucking kids. I, I say kids about people in their 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit, I was just about to tell you something. What really? What saying before that? What happened are to you live? saying... Yeah, we're live. What happened to you saying... That you like, there was someone you wanted to get on the podcast that I was going to be excited about, that you connected with. Yeah, I'm still working on it. Every weekend has been a uh, uh, literally a, a problem. But you've been trying. Oh, I know what I was about to say. Yes, I've been trying, and he's with it. It's just West Coast time, so it's like, it's West hey, what's Coast up, time. rare female patron? Mm, Soira. What's going on? Hey, Yo, that last out name. Shout out to Mark Ronson. Sawyer's shout out last to Mark names. Ronson. Will you shut up? Sorry. Shout out to Mark Ronson throwing out his garbage right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Mark Ronson throwing out his garbage. So, or so throwing, this, his, throwing his shit in the bin. This iteration, for some reason. I, do you remember if Mark Ronson was ever a Juan Epp fan prior to this iteration? Not that I know of. We had him. We had him on, though, before, right? Before this iteration? Yeah, did we have him on way back or no? I don't I don't remember. Billy Jean, I, I did a lot of drugs back then. So yeah, Billy Jean, will you look that up? I'm not I don't I don't even know. I did mad drugs back then. Um, but shouts to Mark Ronson and his garbage. You like how quickly Saif I tried to get him to to do something for us when he complimented <laughs> right us? Away. Yo, Mark Ronson uh <laughs> Mark Ronson hit us up and was like, Yo, I'm you know, I love the podcast. He told us a story of how he grabs his garbage from his house drives down his driveway to throw it out he gets so caught up in listening to Juan Epp and laughing he forgets to throw out his garbage that it's just sitting in his car and I said how fucking long is your driveway B? <laughs> like, 
And I said, and of course, this guy has a manner. He has a manner somewhere in England. Seif naturally goes, wow, that sounds like a long driveway. I naturally go, hey, you like the podcast? Feels like you should produce us and bring us to Apple or something. What's up? Because you're famous and important. Speaking of, hey, speaking hey, of which. Hey, can we be part of your Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show one right, day? Exactly, exactly. Yo, first of all, uh, so if y'all just listening to us, thank you for, we appreciate it. Now, if you're watching the video, my friend Ian Lara just joined Ian. Uh, Ian Lara, very funny comedian out of New York City. I've never seen him with these sunglasses. Hollywood. Though. Like, wh- what's happening right now? What's what's <laughs> I'm trying to be cool, Sai. This is a big opportunity for me. This podcast this, this that is, I'm doing, and I'm trying to be cool. I, I and appeal I don't know to if you listen to this show, but this is more of an anti-sunglass podcast. Yeah, we're we're not cool. I'll take it. I like it. I like it. Look, I like that y'all introduced me because we ain't talk about what was going to happen. I just and didn't even know if it was happening. I didn't say nothing. So part of me was thinking, <laughs> right? Part of me was thinking that y'all just bring me on to be <laughs> audience to just laugh bring, at the shit. Here's y'all what say. happened to you. What you happened to you is you got caught up in the Billy June vortex where he just decided to just throw you in. No, no, I did. That was me. I threw him in. I, I can't let. Oh, you threw, I want to blame Billy June. Billy June, but yeah, I oh. threw him in. Now, could you hear us before I threw you in, Ian? Okay, so I shouldn't have yeah, thrown you yeah, in that early, but it was fun to just watch you awkwardly sit there. Also, so it worked out in the long run. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm laughing at this shit. Y'all shouting out y'all listeners, and I'm like, yeah, I know him from England. He's funny. I'm trying to like be part of it. Uh, so, Saif, why? Right here, so, Saif, why is this the week that Ian Lara is on the show? Well, uh, uh, first of all, one, Ian Lara is a great guy. I should have had him on the show regardless. Years we ago, have great people on the show all the time. But for for marketing purposes and promotional purposes, my friend Ian Lara here has something coming out on Comedy Central uh, this week. Ooh. Well, explain what's going on. Yeah. Thursday on February 10th, uh, my Comedy Central uh, half-hour special comes out, and they're streaming it for free on YouTube. So you don't have to go behind a paywall. Yo, isn't it so crazy, Ian, that for you, you finally got a TV special? And you, we live in an era now where the really good news was that you can tell people it'll stream on YouTube. Right, right. I know that's that's crazy. Honestly, that's the only right. reason I accepted it when they when they was like, "We're gonna put it on YouTube for free." I'm because like, if you're making it be I'll, where people need it. to have cable, then people aren't gonna see it. No, no, people can't. They're not, and they're not looking you know, for you. They're not. If, if it's not on right, YouTube, they can just it's so it, interesting. It's like. Over. Bro, to get no offense, I, congratulations. I don't want to sit here and bash Comedy Central, but like to find some of the Comedy Central specials, like Jessica Curson, Roy Wood Jr., some of these comedians that no, you need to you need to jailbreak your phone and download Seven Apps to get to the to get to the. It's crazy. Specials. It's really crazy. What, it's it's totally right changed here, your man. guys' world. Where like, yeah, crazy. The, the goal for being the dream. Now, let me ask you guys. You're both comedians. Would you still say, though, that, like, the HBO special still stands out there as, like, something that everybody would really, really want? Or has have all TV specials lost a little bit of the luster? That's a good question. Well, I'm doing I'm, – I'm filming a HBO one in April, so I still think that's the way – that's a, a cool thing to do. And <laughs> I still think it's dope. Congrats. And it, the the – 
the plan is the plan is to just keep you just keep doing no, it but, and your people will find you now. It's not like I don't think you could break on a thing like I, before you could break on like I did the Tonight Show two years ago. Before but you did the Tonight Show in the 80s and you had a good set, you could become a household name. Now you're not gonna break off nothing. You gotta just keep doing it, keep like cutting at the iceberg. But like we not find you for, like two part two parts to that same question he's asking. No, it does not have the same effect of we know those big ones that we had back in the day that were like classics, right? Um, For sure. You know, like a like a George Carlin way back in the day, right? Or um, or the Chris Rock ones. Yeah. Or the Chris Rock exactly. Those just were new. That was like new medium back then, so it was like. Crazy how well those did because they were like world premieres and shit. Now, yeah, it was an event. The game now is so flooded that no, none of them have the impact like anything back in the day. Like it's just like music and everything else dropping. It's all right. I, I compare it's to all fractured. Yeah, I compare like nobody can. You gotta do hits. But the, here's the thing, though. You do the hits and that doesn't take. That doesn't mean we can't. We not. We gotta do it. Like. Because nobody's gonna discover you if you don't do it. Right. Somebody might discover you when you do do it. Right. Is it is it every right. single person in the in the in the country focused on that one event? No, nothing's like that anymore. Nothing at all. But we, I know we know some guys that put out something and it's done very well for them, and we also know some guys who put out something and it seems like they put out nothing. Right, you know what I mean. So, right. w- you know, you want to put your hat in, the, you want to put your name in the hat and be in the game. You got to do it. So this kid here, who's a little, he's a little piece of shit. This guy Ian Lara, really? Because, yeah, why he, he he's doing everything that I wish I did. Right, he's you know living I mean? your which dreams. I did do. I did it in rap. I did it in rap. Everything he's doing, but now he's a young. Fly dude, you know what I mean? He got the fresh hair. I've never seen him without a fresh haircut. Like, I've never. Really? Clean cut all of it. I think he goes to the barber daily. You know what I mean? I think think, uh, he brings the barber with him and he cuts him in the car. We don't don't talk enough about the people. (laughs) We don't talk enough about the rare group of people who get their shit lined up too much. how much? How often you go to the barber, Ian? Uh, probably like every five six days. <laughs> that's 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 clean. That that's called every five six days. Says I care about how I look and I, and I'm gonna put in an effort. And and where, how far is the barber from where you live? About it's it's back where my where my parents live. So it's about like twenty minutes. What, what neck of the woods are we talking about? How oh, much baby. is a haircut in Queens? Thirty, 30 plus tip. Thirty includes wow. twenty. Wow! So for you, it costs you thirty bucks. Twenty plus well, ten. The, yeah, but when what's I show the parking up, situation. Yeah, but when I show up, I gotta be next. I gotta be next. I have to. You, yeah, you're thing. not waiting. Now you have no. you have juice not. in that barbershop where you could be next. Well, they had they found out they for some somehow they they had seen my stand up. They found out that I was a stand up, <laughs> and they think. 
they think that I'm a that I'm somebody. I keep telling them I'm not, but they think they think you're bigger queen, than you are right now already. Yeah, it's a Queens Hood barbershop. So I come through, they're like, oh, celebrity. I'm like, celebrity, I'm not a YouTube question. This is an important siphon important important, like, important a- question for Ian coming in from the uh, the commenters here. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Wait, did Ian ever do pay for Lil' Kim? Yeah, those oh, are yeah, the prerequisites for for, for, for Siphon myself. To DJ or, for Lil' Kim? Have you ever DJed for Lil' Kim? It's a simple question. Okay. okay. No. Separately. Have you ever been have you ever been divorced? Wow, who, who, who books that? Who who books the Lil' Kim <laughs> DJ? I, I I'd be willing to do that. Uh, no, I've never been divorced. Right, well, listen, we could we could find space how, for you anyway. I don't know yeah. how well you're gonna do on this podcast. <laughs> the the joke, Ian. Is yeah, well, the, the joke, Ian, is that basically multiple times in every episode, Sife mentions DJing for Lil Kim, and I mentioned being divorced. It just is. It's, it's like our. It's be. It's become our catchphrase. I mentioned I mentioned I DJ for Lil Kim a lot of times because I'm referencing where I was in my life. So if I say, yo, when I DJ for Lil' Kim, you automatically know we talking about the late 90s. That's when I met. Yeah, Sam just likes to bring up like the people that he that he knows in conversation when we're not even what? speaking what? about it. We we I'd be like, I like I like that Supreme jacket you got. And Sife would be like, yeah, because when I was DJing for the locks, <laughs> they, they love Supreme. So I'm like, I'm yeah. like so it's not even I'm like, it's not right, even cool. name drop. It's like achievement it's, it's drop. Like, it's like name. It's like name jackhammer. It's like t- right, t- 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 right. T- 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 yeah, I, I, I be like, I remember. I was like, "How was your holiday, Sife?" And he was like, "Yeah, it was good." Because you know, I was the one that told Jay Z about Rihanna. <laughs> okay. I was like, I was like, I, I was just trying to see how you. You're like, wait, that was, was this Sife. holiday? He's like, no, no, years ago, years ago, but still. I tell you why I, I fuck with Ian Lara because he knows me. You know what I mean, he knows who I am. He knows what I'm about. He's one of the guys that knows right. who Cypher Sounds is in the comedy club. But all these other little white comics, I got to let them know what the fuck I did, man. Nah, yeah, I know, actually, I like, I know both of y'all. Like, it's crazy that I even, like, get to do this because I remember, like, listening to y'all back in the radio, like, when y'all had the morning show. Well, how old are you, in? And the fact no, no, that no, I... He's about to flex. He's about 31. to flex on us. I remember when 31. I was in junior high, I used to listen to you. Wait, you were th- you're, you're 31? You're 31? So yeah, so you yeah. were like eighteen yeah. when we were when we got on. So like the eighteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah, and I and I and Sy- like I, I I found out about the during the morning show, but I knew Syphe from the from the radio from the, you know Syphe sounds don't get gas. <laughs> so to hear him, him constantly run off his accomplishments <laughs> to me every time we hang out, it means a lot. Well, you know why, Syphe? You know why I like Ian out of the out of off the bat because he has the first name of like a Jewish man and he has the last name of a Jewish woman. <laughs> I know how to make it. You really did. You didn't just go with one. So let me get both. No, this is this is. You're playing. like if this Whoopi is, Goldberg's name was just Goldberg Goldberg. No, it's taken. That's my manager. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yo. By the way, uh, Saif, I was I, I was really Saif. Did you see how much of a kick I was on this week about the Whoopi Goldberg situation? I was very angry. I saw. I kept seeing clips and with. It's saying Whoopi Goldberg, but I didn't get to watch any of them. But why were you uh, on yeah. the kid? What does what she actually... Wait, hold on, real quick. What is it, February... When does it come out? Special? February 10th. Yeah. 
Yeah, February tenth. Listen, so Ian so Lyra, February tenth. Follow him, Comedy Central, and they can find on the Comedy Central YouTube. Yeah, it'll be on the Comedy Central. It'll be on the app and the Comedy Central. And, then, and how do people right. find you? Um, I'm at Ian Lara Live on at Instagram. Ian and, uh, Lara on my website. Live. Yeah. She's live, and it's called Growing Pain. That's the title. Growing Pain. Growing, growing Shame is a play on Growing Pain. Mm. Why yeah. is it called that? It's a play on growing. He's an emo. He's an emo rapper. <laughs> this is. I'm the Drake. The comedy juice world. <laughs> I I watched some clips. I watched some clips. I didn't get. I didn't get Juice World from you. You seemed a regular guy. No, he's. I fuck with. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to. I'm trying to man. You always say I'm the lover boy. That's what Sight said. Lover boy. I'm trying to manage Ian, man. I'm gonna fix his career up, man. I'm gonna help him out. It sounds like. What's I'm gonna be honest. It sounds like he's doing all right. No, no, I'm gonna tell him everything. What every, do everything I do? What I don't do? What I did, and we gonna we gonna pop off, baby. Right. Skip <laughs> these things. Sife told me. Sife told me he was gonna help me get verified on on Instagram, and he told me he sent it up the ladder to some very high yeah. people. So my agent was like, "Hey, do you want help?" I was like, "Sife is it. on it because Sife <laughs> is connected. He's connected. He Trust got the me. hookups. I don't I need y'all help." I used to. And then, like, two days later, Sife came back. And he was like, nah, I couldn't do it. Late. They said you're not. I'm like, Sife, I could have done this Bro, myself. Connect- you told me you covered Rihanna, and you can't the give connect- me a verification. The connect I have, I have a connect, and I go, she's done this for me for, like, 10 other people in the last five years. That's not a connect. And then she's done it for me for 10 other people, and then I go, hey, I need help with getting this guy verified. She goes, oh, they changed it. Instagram changed it. <laughs> so I was like, sorry, Ian. Rosenberg, you got to connect. That's why I'm on this To podcast. try to get verified. I'm trying to get... Right, yeah, I'm trying to get as much credit as I can. It's funny, too, because now, I was thinking... He this... looks at my blue check, and he goes, this nigga Sife wasn't even on the Tonight Show. How the fuck is he verified? Yeah, exactly, and he's right, and he's right. No, I'm like, this nigga DJ for Buster Rhymes in 94, and he got verified. <laughs> I don't understand. Yo, by the way... I'm doing shit now. Do you, do you, do you guys ever see, like... I, I so often see people, like, you, you get a comment from someone... On Instagram, sorry, it just got really bright in my room. And you're like, you're like, oh, who's this verified person that that commented on my thing? And then you click on them. That's what I want to be. And yeah, you just want to be that random person that people go, who is this verified person? Right. That's right. all. One time, one time, Tahiri, Tahiri commented on one of my posts. I, I took a screenshot and framed it. <laughs> so, like, you mean like when Mac Miller post? He Mac Miller framed when Jay Z shouted him out. You did it when Tahiri commented. Yeah, I did that Tahiri. <laughs> on Instagram yeah, post. He's my Jay Z. He's my Jay Z. What did Mac Miller frame? Uh, he Mac framed Jay Z's tweet. Oh, a tweet. Okay. When Jay Z was like shouting out "Black Excellence" and all, and then he was like, "Yeah, but Mac Miller's dope too." Oh, that's dope. And so dope. Mac had that. Mac had that frame. That's like your Tahiri comment. Yeah, I was bragging about it to like my brothers and my cousins more than I bragged about the Tonight Show. <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, look, I'm he's telling his Dominican. And it was like a very normal. Com- it was like applause hands, like it wasn't even anything. But my family, like people, be going so like my family was like, yo, DM her, like see what's good. I'm like, she put clapping hands. <laughs> they like, yo, you should get on that. I'm like what? <laughs> that's enough. When someone gives you clapping hands, that's enough. That's enough. All right, Saif, 
Wait, oh, so what, what happened with Whoopi Goldberg? Is that what your question was going to be? Yeah. Did you see Ian? Did you see the Whoopi thing? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I did. So I so, saw the I saw a piece of it. She said the Holocaust wasn't about race or something. Correct. What she said. Okay. So she so she said the Holocaust wasn't about race, and she and 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 she said it. She said it um, after watching a couple times because I realized like she said it pretty adamantly. I actually related to her. I related to the biggest mistake that she made because she didn't say anything offensive. But Sife, it's something you've seen me get in trouble for. She hey, said Ian, it with. Ian, she turn said, the camera off. We about to get got. She. <laughs> Right, I know. I got to That's why y'all brought me up here so I can get my special pull down on YouTube. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Tell so, she said. so, so, she she did something though that I've had to learn not to do over time. She spoke yeah. too confidently about something that's not her thing. That's right. it. Yeah, right. She we, wasn't offensive. Lesson many times. I've learned it many times. I used to just get on the radio and be like, "Yo, black people blank." And and enough people were like, hey, hey. But black people do blank though. <laughs> black people do be blanking. And and black people be blanking. That's that's a thing. And and at some point I learned like, oh, people who don't know you are not comfortable with you just saying something really confidently about their experience. Like that's just right. not an appropriate tone. So I think that was her I think that was the biggest mistake. But then I had no problem with what she said. Um but then Sife, she got suspended for two weeks. So, like, she went on Colbert and explained. Um, she had, like, a long conversation with him with a lot of nuance about the subject. Like, handled it pretty responsibly. I thought she did as much as she could. And then they announced she's suspended for two weeks. And she's reportedly really angry about it. And I was just like, yo. And I, I, don't, I don't expect you guys to comment on this too much. But, but you can relate in your own way. I don't know why my group does these things that they think is helpful, but only fosters more anti-Semitism. Like, you make you making Whoopi Goldberg, who everyone knows is a good person, and who's been cool forever, you making her, like, get down and submit, it, it, mm. it, that's that does a lot more harm right. than what she actually said. Yeah, it's a flex, right? It's a flex! It's a, it's a flex. Like when Nick Cannon, when Nick Cannon, which by the way, Nick Cannon, what he did was way dumber than Whoopi. Nick Cannon yeah. re-released an interview with fucking Professor Griff. Like that's like begging to be canceled. Okay, yeah, I like yeah, he yeah. was begging for it, and they flexed on him. And then you remember Nick? He, Nick looked like he was damn near about to convert to Judaism. He was hanging out with rabbis. He was learning Hebrew. He did everything, yeah. but like yeah, he got circumcised. He did everything <laughs> you had to do. I don't understand. He was like, I'll impregnate everyone. They're like, you don't have to. He was like, I will. Right. (laughs) I don't understand. Back to like your main point. How do people say anything confidently? Like nothing I say is confidently said. Like everything I said is up for debate. I have no strong opinions on anything. Like sometimes people hit me up like, yo, but you said this. I'm like, I I don't know. I'm just saying shit. I don't know. I say, I say. I we Rosenberg knows when I used to be on the radio with him. My thing was always like, "This is how I feel." You know what I mean? Like, not this is the way it is. Like, right? I don't like. I always talk about not celebrating holidays and Christmas, and everybody would go against me for that. I'm like, "This is how I feel. This is what I believe." I'm not knocking you. I'm also not. Um, 
I'm not trying to get you not to celebrate Christmas. I'm not trying to take Christmas away from you. I just don't celebrate it. Same with sports. I don't I don't really watch sports. I don't like sports. And everybody's be like, but how could you, right. you know, well, what's the difference between sports and movies? The difference to me is I like movies. Right. And I don't right. like sports. Right. Yo, but you know, that's crazy about the sports thing. Because, you know, when we was doing a show, we had one of the biggest superstars in the NFL. Oh, my God. Bro, front row, yeah. And we was messing bro. with him the whole time. And, bro, we and, did a show and, and there was like maybe 30 people there. Because like during the Christmas holiday, the cellar was like. Wait, when was that? Empty, bro. Okay, like okay. A, like a, three weeks ago, it was maybe like. Two like weeks ago. Yeah, like. And, and, and what football player was there? Miles Garrett. Okay, yeah. Oh my God! And do you talk about his shit? No, we didn't know it was no. him until after. No. Yeah, I didn't. I because he was like on the second row. I, I didn't know, but everybody in the audience knew, and they thought oh, they we did? was like, yeah, and they thought we was like being like funny about it by not bringing it up. All oh, the audience knew. Yeah, because the audience had so? hit me up. Like, yo, did y'all know who that was? How did the audience hit you up? <laughs> we lost Rosen. Yes, yeah, right. He can hear us. He's like, yeah, I'm done how with did, this. How shit. Did the wait, wait, did y'all, you did up? you guys at the end afterwards look up who he was and get his story? No, I knew who he was like mid show. Okay, got. And you know his story though. No, like, like the jokes that could be made. I mean, he, no, he, I don't he. Know tr- He's the story that happened in the NFL with Miles Garrett. Besides the fact that he's a great player, was that he took off his helmet and and beat another player in the head with it. And then the story came out that people said it was a white player who said the N-word to him. You know What I'm funny? saying is y'all missed an entire comedy routine right in front of you didn't no, even know. No, let me tell you You something. remember how aggressive he was being with the white people bro, who kept, like, talking to him? <laughs> bro, there was, there was, that's why I didn't fuck with him. That's yeah. why I didn't fuck with him during the show. Because mad quick. In the early, early part of the show, me and Ian were hosting together. We were doing, I think it was a Mint show, right? It was like a live yeah, stream yeah, show. So we're hosting together. I always host it and I always have a co-host. And um, there was these three white guys and they were from the South maybe, right? They was from somewhere. We was fucking with them. And then we spoke to him and they kind of said something to him or his girl and he got yeah. aggressive. He's he like, yo, aggressive. what'd you say? What'd you yeah. say? Say he that shit again cool or something. When like, the white got, he, he got mad. We was bro, like, Easy. And I was like, oh, I'm not talking to this guy anymore because he's ready to go. Wow. Yeah. And and it's funny that you now mention that because I saw it. Like, I like you know, I read the room and I was like, oh, this guy is might be a little a little problem because he got really aggressive with these guys at a comedy show. Like, he he got and mad. I was like, yo, stay over really there. Like, stay yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I wish you would have beat me with a helmet. That'd have helped my career. I don't. I might have been doing Rogan right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I want to. I want to see if I could show it to you guys. If you've never seen this before, this shit is. It was. It when it he happened. Got a white girlfriend. He got, he got a, a white girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. Hold on. All right. I wonder if right. he ever tells her, "Yo, stay over there." Wait. So, how did the audience members hit you up? I got DM. I got two DMs. They was like, "Yo, y'all knew that was Miles Garrett, right?" And y'all was just not trying to blow up the spot. Uh, on um, the people that were in the show or on that saw it on the stream. The 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 people that was in the show. They was in the room. I never get DMs, man, because my stupid fucking name. I hate my name. Wait, no. What do you mean you never get DMs because your name? 
Nobody even know. Nobody knows my name. It's hard. My name is ridiculous. Change it to discover Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> discovered Rihanna. DJ. I heard it's I'm just doing at Little that. Kim's DJ. Where, where's All right, it, now where's I'm the beating. I'm pretty sure they'll show a replay here. Hold on, I'm about which to show one? You which one is he? You're gonna know. Which You're gonna know because they're gonna show. Here we go. Oh, there it is. Which one is he? That one? Who is he? You'll see. Is just keep watching. Just keep watching. So, oh, oh. so the guy's on the ground. There's a tussle back and forth. And then he takes his helmet off and wow! Oh. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, he took the guy oh, and he hit him with his own helmet. His own helmet. He I forgot oh. it was his own helmet. That's Ben. That's and, Ben. The white and, guy's right? helmet. Is the white guy's helmet. So the white guy, Rudolph, Rudolph's trying to go up his helmet. Then he grabs onto his helmet, yanks it yanks off it of his head. Okay. And now oh, watch this. Got it. Got it. And then Bam. Wow. And I, it, but bro, by the way. It was a legit miracle. It was a legit miracle that that dude's head was not busted, split in two on national television. Was that Ben Roethlisberger? I think that was Ben Roethlisberger. No, no, Roethlisberger was out. It was Rudolph. It was his backup playing. Yeah, he would have lost his career. That was crazy. Yeah, and he turned out fine. He ended up getting another. He got suspended for like eight games, but he's so good. He got a new contract for a ton of money. He's fine. But like, like if that. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Yeah. But do you realize, Saif, have you ever touched an NFL helmet? Like, that hitting you in the head the wrong way would be awful. Um, how do we get here? Is it any different than people bashing you with their helmets every play? Yeah, because you're, <laughs> cause you're wearing a helmet. You're swinging it. <laughs> your own helmet is bashing into your own head. <laughs> yeah, well, you have padding on the inside of your helmet. I like the Washington Commandos. That's my favorite team. Commanders. Commanders. As I said. The Commanders. No, you said Commandos. Yeah, by the way, this, this so all, just, all week all, were, all the Washington members, all the Washington football team, they they go out with no underwear. I, by the way, so everyone's coming at me going. That's your team. I ran man. into a, a, I'm a I'm, yeah I'm a Washington fan, so yeah, I ran into a guy last week, and he goes, uh, he worked at he's a camera guy at WWE, and he comes up to me and he's like, Yo man, you hearing about this name thing? I was like, Yeah, it sounds like Commanders. He was like, Yo man, we're red and yellow. They're going to call us the commies, man. The commies. They're going to call us the commies. I was like, bro, what year is this? Like, are you really worried about that? Like, it's not 1980. Well, who gives a fuck if they call us the commies? I, I, listen, I don't particularly love the name, but I don't give a fuck. But honestly, all names are whack. They're, they're all just, whack. They're not all whack. They're just, all was, but when you get pride in something, the name becomes... Dope because it's your team, but like Giants, Giants, that's a dope name. Giants is cool. The Jets, but think about Giants. Think about Giants if it had no association and it was just suggested by someone. It might sound fucking stupid. Yeah, Giants. All the names like, sound it just, stupid. It's like without the history. Like think about it like this. Think about how. Think about how much like a name's history matters. That the name Redskins. Didn't make us even bat an eye because it because was so were, built into so something yeah. else. So much pride. Steelers is dope. Steelers is cool. Steelers, Steelers is pretty dope. Steelers is but, dope because it represents that town. But think about how basic that is. Patriots oh, we're stealing bad. this town. What do you say? Patriots not bad. Patriots, Patriots is dope. 
New England but Patri- Patriots. Although I don't like the Patriots logo or color scheme. You want to know bad? How about the Cleveland Browns with just a, a, a their color is just shit brown with an orange <laughs> See, helmet with nothing that's on. That's not it. good. The Browns is not good. The Browns is not good at all. They should have been called the Saints. Just named after a person. The Cleveland shit. New, New Orleans Saints. The Cleveland shit. That's exactly right. That's not bad. That's that's not bad. The Yo, Cowboys bro, it's, it was a, it was a bad. And I'm a Giants fan, but the Cowboys. That's a cool name. You from Dallas? That's easy. Cowboys is good. I'm a Giants. I mean, they people like it. That's easy. But what does Commanders mean? Like a general. Right? My, my assumption. My assumption is that it's. It's it's a play on commander in chief because it's Washington, like the Senators. Right. Oh, I thought that, that's like how I'm general, taking. I thought it was like the generals, like a general, like a commander. Well, I think it's yeah. that also, but I don't fuck with. Well, that's what you know, commander in chief also is kind of. The it's same kind of that right. too. I like it. It's fine. Who cares? It's fine. It's totally fine. If like win, I have, everyone's gonna be fine with it. Commies, commies, commies. Exactly. I'm here for. By the way, my fam, my grandparents were communists, so this isn't even offensive to me. I, I'm happy to be called the commies. You're, 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 there are worse things to be called. You say your grandparents were communists? Oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot and of, a lot of old the, Jews were communists. Yeah, and the crazy part is, Ian, is that my grandfather was a communist, and his name was Julius Rosenberg. He's not going to know what that means. And Julius Rosenberg was the most... You think... Hold on, hold on. I was going to tell him, Sife. I wasn't expecting him to know it. He's 31, okay? And he's not a, a fucking. You think a Dominican from Queens who, whose favorite artist is Drake is going to know who Julius Rosenberg is? First of all, first of all, <laughs> Drake is a hell of an artist. Drake is a hell, hell of an artist. <laughs> What's your opinion on hell of Rosenberg? Because that's why I came here. I, want, I need to clear something up. You want a Drake talk? Why does he get so? I have, I have such. <laughs> Wait, I have such on. complicated first, first feelings. First, say who Julius. First, say who Julius Rosenberg is. Sorry, Julius Rosenberg uh, was like the most famous. He was a communist spy who was executed by the U.S. Eventually, you think I didn't know that Rosenberg? Like World, War, like like. World I thought War you did. Sife was the one who said. Yeah, that. you think I didn't know that Sife? <laughs> I didn't think you knew that, no. Wait, hold on. Where in Queens are you from? I'm from Southside. I'm from South Ozone Park, South Jamaica area. Wait, South Ozone Park is that close yeah, to Jamaica? Jamaica. South, it's South, I'm in South Ozone Park, so it's right by Jamaica. Um, I was just watching the Sopranos site where they uh, where they kill the little guy in Ozone Park. Yeah. The little that's, guy. that's right by Hollywood Beach. Yeah. yeah they had to... is... You remember it? Yeah. Yeah. I know, I didn't really know who he was either. I the little guy in Ozone Park, he was he was one of the New York people, but like I didn't really understand. It kind of popped up out of nowhere season 7 style when you're like, what's happening here? Why? Yeah. That but, neighborhood was real like mob thing. It's like where Goodfellas was around there too. That's where John yeah, Gotti yeah. lived. lived John Gotti lived in that area. Could you could you could feel it too? Like you can you can feel the vibe? Yeah, there was there's a by, by my house in my neighborhood there's a there's a restaurant um it's called Don Pepe's. I don't know if y'all, y'all know Don Pepe, but they had a big run on Entourage, and the last season of Entourage was a big thing about Don Pepe. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm not saying it's a mob hangout, but you drive past there on a Sunday, it's a lot. It looked like they were shooting a scene from Goodfellas. The suits are from the 80s. And Howard, Howard Beach. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Howard Beach is where the, the shit happened with... um. What's his face? Uh, Yusef Hawkins. Yusef Hawkins was Howard yeah. Beach, yeah. That was... Um, yeah, so, yeah, 
New York, New York, the land of random places where you can come up on some scary shit that you not you're not even remotely thinking about, especially in Brooklyn, Queens too. But in Brooklyn, it's like neighborhood to neighborhood. There's a different ethnic group in each neighborhood you don't right, want to fuck with. Block to block, yeah, yeah. I was born. Block to block. Born in oh, York. here the don't fuck with the yeah, Russians here. Yeah, I was born in East New York. I moved to Queens when I was eleven. Here's why I respect New York, though. Oh, they'll they'll give ahead. you a warning shot. Fuck you doing over here? That that means leave. You right. get the warning. They give you the warning. Whatever slang language or tone that ethnic group has, they will give you that warning. Fuck you doing over here? I, I'm 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 out of here. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, what I'm doing is uh is leaving. Yeah, that's what I'm that's doing. Most people are like I do whatever the fuck I want. Bap bap. That's why I I think that's why I ended up on the Upper West Side. I, I wanted to go to a place <laughs> where I just knew no one was going to accuse me of not being supposed to be here. No, yeah, you're supposed to be there. Yeah, Either you living or collecting rent. Something. Uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> but now I'm looking at new apartments now, and so now I'm accepting that I could end up moving. And it's very weird in New York when you start looking at places and realizing, like, I might go to a totally different part of town that I don't have any real connection yeah. to. That's how New York is. You know, but like... What connection? What, connection? what do you need? I know. Just, that's the thing. You're talking about it being, what, 30 blocks away? Like, yeah. re, like if you... For example, if I were to move from here to Gramercy, right? That, to me, seems like different. a big move. That's different. Yeah, that's... You, you're going... You go, up and down where you live is fine. You start going cross town. Woo! You're in another world, B. And then think about it like this. If you live in the suburbs, think about how close a move the distance of the Upper West Side to Gramercy would be. Like, you're moving 10 seconds. On a, you know? map, on a map, it looks like yeah. nothing. Nothing. But to but me, it's like... In New I, York, I need... that's, a, that's a move. And for me, after Ian, you know... After years in New York, you know, I had Saif to, Saif was the person who sort of taught me how to keep my eyes open, keep my head on a swivel, and be aware of my surroundings more. Like, especially as I was becoming a notable, a person of note right. of some sort, right? Yeah. And so I will say that moving to an entirely new neighborhood would mess up my, Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd have to then reset on my, am I comfortable, at what times am I comfortable in what right. places? Like, right. I'm... I'm comfortable in my neighborhood at any time. That's the thing. Like, it's basically an any time. If I need to run out at 2 a.m., no matter what, I feel like I'm good. And then you you just have to figure that out, depending where you are. What what which, places which you should be. Which corner store. Which corner store. Which barbershop. Like, sometimes you live by a train. You live between 23rd and 14th, and it's kind of equal distance which one you go to. So you're like, do I walk down the 14th? Nah, not at this time. School just got out. I'm going to walk right. up to 23rd. Rosenberg, can I ask you a question? Yeah. <clears throat> you ever had a you Please. ever had a, a, a rapper like fresh you over something you said Finish. on the radio? What? Really? Yes. Wait, do you say, do you use, was the verb you yeah. used press? That's New York, yeah. <laughs> Have I? Saif, would you go as far as saying I was ever pressed? I wouldn't say I was pressed. Um, I've been talked to. Like, yo, what was that about? Like, yo, like they saw you. Was like, yo. Oh, I've had, I've had plenty of, 
I've had plenty of like I wouldn't call that press though. But I, I haven't saying. like people have gotten pressed. Like DJs, you know, in strip clubs have gotten pressed. Like I I've had people get angry and talk to me or or you know, afterwards I've gotten after th yo, I wanted to fuck you up. That was what I got it, recently. Though? How do you play it? Do you use yo. like the Jewish crowd? Like, oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just here. Hey, hey, hey what did I do? I don't know anything. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Rosenberg, Rosenberg talks a lot of shit up front, but he will hear you out. Yeah, so I don't, but I also don't do the um, like, 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 I, like Charlemagne has backed out of a lot of beef of going. I'm the radio guy. I'm the radio guy. I don't think you can do that. Like mm. the point, you're a man, and you're saying things about another man or woman. Like you have to own what you say. Right. I tried just entertainment. What, what I will say is. Did I really say something to disrespect you? Or what was I talking about music? And if it's something like like Drake, I've come out of my mouth sideways about Drake before. That, that's definitely it. happened and we've had some. And you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. And I don't think he would either anymore. I feel bad. I feel bad. Saif, I, I talked really loose about Drake. Do you remember that time for no reason? He started shit with Meek Mill. This is, I think, before their original Big Beef. There was something about him and Meek Mill, and I just jumped out on Twitter and was like, Drake is softer than the kids I went to Hebrew school yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, like, why? <laughs> but that's to say, but that's to say, I mean, if, if Drake pressed you, 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 you feel confident, you know, what, saying, no, yeah, I, I said it. No, what I wouldn't you, go that far either. Yeah. Like, well, you know how many people like, he gonna hit behind you? him? Somebody's gonna yeah, Drake hit has you. a lot of people. Somebody's Drake has a lot of people. Yeah, but I know I've seen I've seen him. He he honestly moved like the president. Like when he it's like six, seven SUVs and, and security. So I'll tell you this. Story. Like, Listen, you talk shit about Drake. Drake, you could be in Drake's face and nothing might happen. Right. And then all of a sudden Chubbs is on top of you and you're like, right. why am I why am I inches from death? Right. So uh, so there was a night, this is actually pretty funny in retrospect. There was a night after I had said crazy shit about Drake, we'd had a back and forth about different things. And we ended up running into each other in LA and ended up, uh, it was it was Laura Styles' birthday, actually. And we started hanging out and we had some back and forth, like jokingly about like, what the fuck, man? Blah, 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 blah. Sort of played the same game. But yeah, just sort of the, sort of the same shit we always have done, which is him sort okay. of like, man, why you talk shit? And me being like, why don't you do this? And blah, 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 blah. And, and there's sort of this weird familial, you know, Jewish connection in hip hop that I've always felt with him that actually feels real. So we have like this. Oh, you have to. Well, I have to. But I it's real. But it is real. It is card. because here's the part it. you have to understand about Drake. Like, Drake is very much, like, as a human. He is very much a black dude and very much a Jewish dude. Like, it is in him. It is not, it's not like he also says he's Jewish. Yeah. When you're raised by a Jewish mother, like, he Only, is that. Yeah. Yeah, like, that. that's who he is. Yeah. So like, there is a real connection there, right? So we're having a, we end up having a really good time. Um, yeah. um, who else was hanging out? Um, French Montana and um, KD, Kevin Durant. And one, someone else who was um, another artist who, who I, I'm friendly with. I'm sorry? Was Chameleon Air there? <laughs> no. And it was in L.A. It wasn't in Brooklyn. Anyways, we were, we were there for a long, for a while hanging out. And it was, we were having a really good time. And I was drinking a good amount for my standard of drinking. And 
At one point, Drake and French had to go somewhere and both made a point to tell me, like, yo, don't leave, hang out, don't leave. And I was like, no doubt, no doubt. They're like, don't leave. And I was like, okay. And they left. And I left. <laughs> I, I did not. I, we had had a great time, but I was like, why does he want me to stay around? <laughs> What's, what? I've said, I've said dumb shit in the past. I should go. Sife, that was you in my head. I had little Sypha sounds going. I had little Sypha sounds going, yo, bro, how long they really want to hang out with you? Why don't yeah. you just go home? And you know you took a couple. You had a couple drinks. Yeah, I've had a couple time drinks. I'm not. I'm not the go. clearest I could be. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm having a great time, but I'm getting an Uber and I'm leaving, and that's what I did. Last time I saw him, ran out. <laughs> that's nice, man. So, sometimes like, I wish I was. Hey, go ahead. You ever like, wish example. You was gangster? Why? Like I like. Like I be, I, I like watching like the, the Vlad interviews of like gangsters talking crazy. Like I, I'm like, that's yeah, lit. Y'all really all try my. It's the uh, the after effects that's not good. That's why I don't like it. Uno, shots to cast one. Yeah, the after effects are. Yeah, I couldn't. What do you mean, bro? I've I've been I've been finishing this 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 run of Sopranos for the third time. It's so crazy. These these characters that like you like and are fond of and do shit that are so absolutely ridiculously gangster. Like when they find out Vito is gay, yeah, and they're all instantly going to murder. Oh yeah, yeah, they, he got to and, run. Yeah, but see, but I feel like I feel like that's that's like that's organized crime. That's a different type of gangster. Like I feel like I could I could be that if in another world. But I'm talking a gangster where like. You walk into a room, Rosenberg. You brought my name up in the radio. I'm beeline right, straight to you, and it's on site. And I don't do like, like old Tupac stories. Like he show up, he see the dude across the room, why pistol whip him in the club, and I'm out. That's it. Yeah, you can't be. Why can't I be that way? Mm -mm. I don't have the heart for it, man. I don't want to hurt you. Even your I agree. Be okay. Who yeah, talk, even at you, who who. Have you found out anybody that talks shit about you? I mean, in the in the comedy thing, I, I'll press any yeah. comedian, yeah, because this is not the same. It's not the Wait, same world. You, yeah, I'll press a comedian, you, but you, you know, I ain't pressing a rapper. You're super nah, cool. Nah, nah, but I'm a cool dude. I'm a cool dude. I don't really, I don't really Bro, mess with anybody. You know? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Wait you a second. He's willing to press someone. Talk about me. Who? Man. Say, Nah, I never heard nobody talk about you. Say his uh, name, Sire. Lara. No, nah, everybody loves you. But have you? But Sife, what about you? You ever, Sife? You've beelined to someone before and said, "Yo, what the fuck?" Haven't you? Not like that. It's more inquisitive. It's not threatening. Oh, I yeah, seen I Chris that. Rock press somebody. Really? I saw that. Yeah, that, yeah, that was. I yeah, seen like, Chris straight Rock straight up. Like, oh, you I saw. Uh, what was uh, that about? No, we can't tell. We can't yeah, tell, that we can tell that story. But we I, can't tell that story. But he's yeah. But the, the other time is at the cellar. You talking about the cellar? I seen Chris Rock do some, some, some. He did yeah. some street shit. <laughs> he did no, some that, street. That shit. One, he was around okay, the block. The one you talking about? He was yeah. around the block. He saw him on the TV. Yeah, yeah. Saw him he on went the TV to press and was like, "Hold yeah. on." Got yeah. up, went around the block, and waited. Chris Rock yeah. pressed Kobe yeah. on live TV. That was, he did pretty gangster. What is um, he? Is that was that in the special? I saw. I I can't say 
I can't say exactly what happened because I don't want a seller lawsuit or anything. But there was a fan, not a fan, a a person who was at the show did something. Me and Chris were talking, and some fan did something, and Chris reacted in a way that shocked the shit out of me. And I was like, oh, this nigga is from Brooklyn. Like, don't, (laughs) don't. Yeah, yeah. You know who really about it? You know who who's really about it? Because some people I see you see a lot of comedians on stage. They'll just go off on the audience member, and I'm like, "Yo, yeah. what if that audience member yeah. wanted to fight you?" And they was like, "I, I don't know. I, I would get hmm. security." But you know who's really about it? Godfrey. Like, like I've seen Godfrey be like, "Nah, like I'm gonna do yeah. this set, and after come speak to me outside." That's <laughs> like, that's like, a good anyway. that's a good question. Who are who is a comedian? Any other comedians who you would absolutely not f with? Sherrod will get it in. Sherrod no, Small. What? Sherrod Small. Oh, Sherrod get it in. Yeah. Sherrod well, by the way, Sherrod. He's the nicest guy. Sherrod like, getting it into me. Guy. My guess is, I'm guessing. Tell me. He's not. That, it's not gangster. It's more like he reminds me. Sherrod is so Jewish to me. That's almost like an angry. It's almost like me getting it in. Like he just can't not, control himself. It's not, it's not gangster, but it's. um. It's, it's no fear. It's no fear. I had a comedian tell me that Sherrod. I had a comedian tell me Sherrod grabbed yeah. him by the collar and yeah. picked him off his Come feet, on. pinned him against the yeah, wall. No, I see. I, like if, after, if, 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 yeah, if, if we're at the, you know, me and Ian, we at the comedy cellar almost every night. You know, random shit happens all the time. Right. There's certain people you'd be like, if some shit was to go down, I would want someone to have my back. You know what I mean? Sherrod would be one. Sherrod will go outside quick. He'll go outside fast. He'd be on the list of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one time, one time I was gonna get jumped. One time, and and the where, person the who came, club? and I was, so I'll be honest, I was gonna get jumped. Yeah, at the comedy club, and I was <laughs> with it. Like I wasn't, I, I was like, all right, I'm gonna just take this ass whooping. But everybody who see me, they gonna think I'm a, I'm right. a G, cause I'm standing here, I'm not going nowhere. And the person who helped me was uh, where Big was J, like Big J pulled up, and I ain't even know him. Like that. This was at the standing room in uh, the old, yeah, in, the stand. Queens, the stand the used to own another club, club yeah. in Queens. Uh, one of my boys and what what happened? Yeah, one of my boys was on stage. One of my boys was on stage, and there was a, a group of dudes heckling them, like Mexican dudes, yeah. like that was heckling them, like young dudes or whatever. So they got they got back and they yeah. went back and forth. Like my boy was shutting them down. They went back and forth, and then the the, the yeah. club came and kicked them out because they was just going off. It was like five of them. The club came and kicked them out. So as they were leaving out, my boy had got off stage. So my boy was standing out. So when they was walking out, like they was they was like pointing, yeah. they was like talking to my to my boy, like on stage, like yelling at him. And I was standing right there, and I was like, dude, like just get out, like you got kicked out, bro. Like you're yelling in the thing, you got kicked out. And my boy went behind the bar, and right. they turned all that energy to me, like right, like all right. the all the animosity they had for him. They was like, ah, right, we, we gonna get this one. So they they came up to me like they had like their hand in my face, <laughs> and I like I slapped their hand out their face, and they was like. Put, right. like pushing me to the yeah. side, like outside, you know, the standing room was thing, pushing me outside. So we walked, when we got outside, like when we got right to the door, it was like five of them surrounding me and Big J mm. walked in because Big J heard like all the commotion and he didn't even know what was going on. And you know, if you know Big J, yeah, he, he the got like, like cut off gloves, <laughs> like he dresses black, he got fingerless gloves, he dressing black, he got mad chains. So he, he looked like he, he down for whatever. So they thought he was the bouncer, but he came in and he was like, yo, like what's going on? And they, like they thought he was the bouncer and they just chilled after that and they left. And then right after that, Dante came. And when Dante yeah. showed up, I was yeah, like, all right, Dante, now we can Dante, get it popping. Like, it's, 
Dante, yeah, Dante, Dante I'll go to war with Dante, Sherrod, Godfrey. For uh, sure. Dante. And Dante not what he used to be, because yeah. I, you know, he got like the knee surgery. Oh, Dan- but Dante Nero, Nero which Dante? You don't care. Dante Nero. Dante Nero will pull out Dante that. Nero, yeah. Well, Dante, Dante Nero, you also gotta Dante watch out. He'll he'll jump up, Dante start doing a male stripper move, slap you with his dick. <laughs> and fuck your girl. He'll fuck your girl right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Dante told me that he's been knocked out like 200 times. Some some crazy number like that. Dante said he used to walk out. Any nigga that's been knocked out that amount of time is with the shit. Like they they not fearing nothing. Ice pick. He said that was that was his weapon of choice. The ice. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a listen. Ever ever. I would go ahead. Go ahead. I would be scared. I would be scared at the cellar or a couple of these other comedy clubs to the point where I would I would think there's enough comedians around where they got my back and I don't really in that case I wouldn't trust it. They don't be comedians with the shits. don't really be with it like that. Nah, security, security at the cellar yeah. be with it. They be look. They look like they, they want. Well, so that's like that's good security. Security is supposed to look like they want to fight. They they like they yeah. used to be. They used yeah, to they be like, in bars like and nightclubs, and now they work at the cellar because they're a little older. Yeah, right, they haven't right. seen, and action. They seen action in a while. Yeah, they, their biggest action is is kicking out somebody <laughs> who took pictures in the cellar. And they gotta go to your delete file and, and make sure they delete right. the picture. Right. Yo, I uh, got into it once. We was in a. Um, right. Somebody was acting up in the restaurant above the comedy cell. It's called the Olive Tree. Somebody was getting loud, and the manager Val was arguing with the guy. And I ran over, but I got a I got a fucking problem, man. I got this a fuse. Like the cellar is my home, so if there's ruckus in my home, I go right to it, and it's like not my business. But I go, right, so I go right to it. Yeah. So I run over there, and uh, she's she's. She ran away to go get the security because it was like a Tuesday, so it was like only one security guard on the weekdays or whatever. So she's like, Jason, Jason. So he has to come upstairs. So I run up on this guy, and then right behind me was Dave Attell. And Dave Attell put hands on the guy. He grabbed him. And I said, oh, shit, David, Dave Attell, bro. He grabbed him. Cause I was just kind of like putting my Jeez. forearm on his, you know, like pushing him with, with, in his chest, and and yeah. David Tell grabbed his jacket. He was like, "Hey, get out of here, buddy!" and like pushed him out. <laughs> yeah, Dante. Dante told me that we was having a talk, and he was talking about like like coming up. He was like that. A lot of people won't admit it, but he was admitting that he's like actually scared to fight. He was like, "I'm was so flip, scared right? to fight." That if there's any type of altercation, yeah. I'll punch you in your face yeah. immediately because I'm scared yeah, of like what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's crazy. And I was like, damn, that's a, that's that's some Wait, crazy bro, mentality. Have you ever had a fight? Hip hop fights are the best. Have you ever had well, a fight? Fight. I've never had a fight. Fight. There was a there was a time, there was a time in in the somewhat recent past. No, not that one. But that was the only the, the situation which that you and I did not speak about. Yeah, we're in not which I was. <laughs> but but that is but that but this situation, Ian, was without going into too much detail. I don't know what the statute of I don't know. Saif, I don't know what I'm waiting for. Like how long will be long enough to feel like good to it's, talk about I'll it? I'll tell you right now, it's not long enough. It's not yet. No. But yeah, it is interesting when the moment happens. Here's here's the thing that I think hip hop has instilled in me for better or for worse. 
is that I am incredibly nonviolent and believe that violence is ridiculous and will never think that that's the answer. Like someone's drunk and being an asshole, I'm walking the other direction. Like when I see something getting loose, I'm like, we walk away, right? Like that's me, always has, always will be. But the problem is there's a flip side to when even though even though the idea of being disrespected doesn't matter that much to me there there's sort of this idea that being disrespected publicly by someone if you want to exist in hip hop yo ian i can tell i can tell it's tough. yeah you're, and you're and you're reality. you're very you're you're clearly very in tune with the sopranos so you'll appreciate this <laughs> i just saw the episode where after Tony gets out of the hospital, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he decides to beat up the young security yeah, guard. Yeah, yeah. And then he throws up in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah, and he's like holding right? his chest. <laughs> right, but then he smiles yeah. in the mirror at himself because yeah, he's like yeah. happy he could do it still, you know? Still got it. Like, still so got like, it. Still got there it. There is a weird part of hip hop that hits you on some level that it's like, if if someone were to really disrespect me crazy in front of people, I can't afford... I can't afford what happened to Charlemagne. I can't run on camera. I can't afford that. That would look fucking nuts. I cannot get chased down the street. Like that, to me, that is like an insufferable loss I cannot take. Now, if it was someone truly scary, yeah, if if you're going to get jumped straight up, you got to do it. But I have to avoid that at all costs. So you have to like judge the situation and say like, is this something where I'm a punk if I walk away? Or is it, just, is it just smart to walk away? And you have to weigh things out. Sometimes the competition matters too. You got to view who is it that's talking shit. Right, right. You got a crew? You got like a crew that you be with? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you you're looking at them. You ain't got yeah, a crew. I got a, I got a special coming out. I got to get if, a crew. Let me know if y'all got Well, we could all come together. We could try crew. right here. See what are we going to do? We all going to run together? I need I need somebody to set it off. I, I used to have a guy with me all the time who would have been up. Like, hip-hop Mike Seif would have always been up for the scrap for me, for sure. But Man, I thought I had a crew. Yeah, yeah hip-hop Mike, he definitely would. He definitely he would. would. But he, we, don't, we, have, we, haven't, we haven't been hanging out that much these days, but he would definitely be down to scrap if he had to. The first time I really, the first time I really encountered somebody like that was in college. I met my uh, this dude from Harlem. He was from Uptown. His name was Drew. They call him Drew Stacks, and I guess he was part of the crew. That was the first time where I was like, "Oh, nah, this dude is really a goon. Like he would set it off <laughs> on anyone. Like no Drew. questions asked. Like you walked into a place and you was like, "Yo, that dude was talking about yeah. me." He was like, "No problem. Walk over there, swing on him. Boom. No questions asked." That was the first time where I was like, "Yeah, I need somebody like that." Saif, you don't um, Saif, you don't ever have a uh, big Kev. Not no more, nah. Oh, Saif had security, had man. Nah, he wasn't security. That Kev was never security. Well, Kev he was, was your manager. Kev was my road manager, but Kev would knock somebody out. But he was never, he was never security, never. But don't don't Charlamagne Charl- Charl- got the dude. He got the guy. Not, the dude. Um, let's he, not talk um, about him. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's got a dude. He's got a dude. He's got that dude. That dude is cool as shit. But but every yo, but I don't love, have one of those. Love you ever see? Yo, sometimes like 
I be listening to stories like I like like I like listening like to like Fat Joe or them been, tell I've stories been, about I've like back in the day when they used to run no, up in the tunnel. And I used to be like, yo, how want that? I want no, to run up in the no, cellar. No, with they, me they wasn't in the tunnel like that. They was in um they it's was in like the, the tunnel squad days was like uh Jimmy's Bronx Cafe and um Club Exit. That's when it yeah, but but he, no, he, he, was, he used to be in the tunnel with Big no, he Pun. Was in the tunnel. He was in the tunnel. He was in the tunnel for sure. Yeah. 100%. Big Pun was definitely in the tunnel. Big Pun performed in the tunnel. But but the real the 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 real Terror Squad days was like when those Spanish clubs started to pop off. That's when they were like in there like 50 deep. Like it was crazy. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Cause I I love I like I love Fat Joe. Like I I, I like I, obviously I like his music, but I I like I've grown to love him even more from just hearing him speak. I think he's like a funny ass dude. Like mm-hmm. just the way he speaks, like when he does the thing. But I remember I was watching like a Fat Joe interview with like this girl who she was like around my age too. But like a lot of people don't know because he doesn't seem like some yeah. gangster. Like he seems like a he like is. a lovable dude. Like he don't seem like a dude. Out, and I had to tell her I was like nah These dudes was crazy Like, he, like man, Here's the thing It's like, funny that we're talking about this Most real gangsters The real ones Are lovable True Because they have no front Yeah right? They not fronting for nobody yeah. They're good people yeah. Pun I right. mean um, Pun too But Joe um, uh, Mano Dudes like that Like They are good people But they don't take no shit where like the guys who yap yeah. loud all in your face, da 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 da. Not saying they're not gonna do nothing because they might be stupid, but those are, they they're not they covering something. Remember this though. Hey guys, you know what we should do? Let's uh, we're gonna leave the live now, and uh, everyone who wants to listen, go jump on the Patreon when you're hearing this. We're gonna hang out with Ian a little bit more. I, I want to play music, Ian, because I I heard you mention this in a comedy in a bit you did, and also it's true of me. I want to play some of the songs that give you that. That feeling of wanting to run up in the in the in the cellar and pistol whip everybody. <laughs> what? Smack Why everybody. Yeah. So we're gonna let's go. Let's go. Let's, we're gonna play some smack Bro, your face bangers. I go down the Vlad rabbit hole. I go down the Vlad rabbit hole for too long. I'll spend four hours watching Vlad interview these gangsters. And then I think like, yo, this hey, yo, is who man. I need to be. Hey yo, why this fucking hummus is cold, son? I'm about to smack the shit out <laughs> you. I'm like, this is who I need to be. And here's my thing, like, I don't understand why every rapper, because I watch, like, all the interviews, like, every rapper says that every other rapper is fake. And I'm like, somebody yeah. got to be I real. I say the same thing, like, like if everybody like, is selling coke, who's buying it? <laughs> it's a great point. Right, right.